News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Shane. Um, want to talk to you about lots of things, particularly those plans announced by Angarda Shia Connor for increased uh, Garda visibility in Dublin city centre. We'll get to that uh, in a moment. But but first of all, if I suppose before we get to the stick, let's talk a little bit more about the, 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 the carrot and how you can change things. You're launching a number of youth diversion uh, projects uh, later today. Tell us about what, what you have in mind. Yeah, well, look, this is work that's been happening um, with my colleagues James Brown um, in the department. This is four new additional youth diversion programmes uh, to add to 106 that we have across the country. And really, these youth diversion programmes, they are focused on engaging with younger people, um, people who are potentially vulnerable, people who are going down that route, um, not necessarily, you know, involved in crime at this stage but trying to divert them um, and it is so important when we talk about you know antisocial behaviour when we see issues that have been happening over the last few weeks or, or even longer that we try and engage in the root causes um, that we engage with younger people at that early stage that we try and address issues that they have that we try and divert them out of a life of crime and the youth diversion programmes and the people who work in them I, I cannot praise them enough the work that they do brilliant this people. is about expanding them yeah. really really brilliant people working in really difficult, difficult circumstances um, the intention is that we will have full coverage across the country by the end of the year. So these four will be um, complemented by a further two. And then the intention in the upcoming budget is to add to the €30 million Euro that's been spent to expand on these programmes. So how can we get to the really hard to reach children? How can we expand those really intensive work programmes where you have children already involved in crime who need that even more intensive engagement? How can you make sure um, that the really good work that's been done uh, is seen in every corner of the country and and that young people who need the support that they get it, but also their families. So there's a number of different types of programmes starting from children who are as young as five years of age, but also engaging with their families, engaging with their communities and identifying what the issues are. So this is really, really positive work. Um, this was spearheaded by my colleague David Sanson actually in the department many years ago. And over the last 10 years, there's been close on, or sorry, in the first 10 years, because we don't have the figures from last year, there's been close on 110,000 young people engaged with. And when you look at the results, what you see is less young people involved in crime or those young people themselves, uh, you know, a reduction of their involvement in antisocial behaviour, less drug taking. They have greater confidence. They're doing better in school. They're more engaged mm. in their communities. That's the type of outcomes that you want from these programs. How does it work in a practical level? I mean, is it just about, is it about um, providing facilities? Is it about early intervention? On a practical level, if, if you're a vulnerable kid, what kind of supports are there? Do you know, it varies from young person to young person. And I was only uh, in a youth diversion programme recently where I met two young men, both with very different backgrounds, very different circumstances. It is often the case that they will come to the attention of the youth diversion programme through the Gardaí. So where they haven't committed crimes, but where, you know, it is visible that they are engaging in a particular type of behaviour and they are recommended for um, these programmes. It might be a simple matter of meeting a child a couple of times a week outside of school, you know, talking to them, engaging with them, showing what options are available to them, you know, obviously explaining to them what the other options are if you choose to go a particular route. Um, some of them are not staying in school. So how do you then encourage them to go then again, a different path? It might be getting involved in work early on. It might be doing an applied leaving cert, something different. It's not a one size fits okay. all. And right. these are highly skilled workers, highly trained workers who, you know, they talk to people on a one-to-one level and that's the one thing that came back to me and always comes back to me when I meet with younger people. They feel that they're being listened to, that they're being treated with respect. Now, you know, in saying that, 
when it goes beyond a certain point, there are young people who are committing crimes, who are involved in crime. Um, and I think there's more work we need to do there. We have one project in Dublin, the Solace Project, who does unbelievable work with young people when they get to that point. And it is extremely difficult because, you know, you have gone past a certain point where a crime yeah. has been committed. There are victims here as well. Um, but you have to... No, it's really, it is, it's, it's really important. You, yeah, uh, really you important have to project. keep working with people. That's, I suppose, the more medium-term, long-term stuff. And I, I, I don't say that in any way to, to reduce its importance. It is really important. But then there's the immediate issue of, um, of crime. And it, uh, this has been the summer where there's been a huge, uh, huge emphasis on um, uh, crime, particularly in Dublin uh, city centre. Uh, yesterday... There was um, a, a lot of talk about extra guard visibility in Dublin City Centre. Plans announced by Angarda Siakana. Talk, just talk us through what is being planned by Angarda Siakana. Well, look, I, I allocated an additional €10 million Euro a couple of weeks ago. Um, and what was announced yesterday by the Assistant Commissioner was how that money is going to be spent. So it's already being spent. Um, there is already work happening. And this is building on the guards' work across the city centre. Um, what we will see is greater visibility and, and guard the out on the beat. And I think that's what people want to see. It's about providing reassurance. It's about preventing crime. It's also detecting, it's responding to crime. Um, so we will see a greater presence. And I think people have already seen that. Um, so Operation Citizen, which is a foot patrol operation, it is guard the out on the beat, engaging with businesses, engaging with people as they go about their business, responding to issues as they arise. They will be supported then by specialist units. Now, I, I suppose just to clarify, I think there's maybe a perception that we're going to have have armed guardies standing on the corner of our streets. That's not what we're talking about here. The armed support unit has always supported Operation Citizen. They're there in the vans. They're there should, you know, a knife incident occur. Yeah. Should there be a threat to life? Should something get out of hand? Yeah, that would continue to well, be just, the case. Just, just uh, pause for a second. I think we can, do we have a clip of your your former constituency colleague, your Fine Gael colleague, Regina Doherty, on the hard shoulder yesterday? Uh, just have a listen to what she had to say. We have a serious social, antisocial behaviour and serious crime problem in Dublin. But responding, you know, with tasers and armed units and riot police and dogs is absolutely over the top. What we need is the rank and file guard freed up from the over probably bureaucratic setup that we have at the moment to allow them back on the streets. OK, uh, so you're, you're consistent and I've heard other people in government uh, 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 criticising this as well, saying over the top, we, this is this going too far. I think uh, uh, pa um, uh, Patrick Costello um, of the, the Greens was saying something similar. Your response to that? Well, what I want and what everybody wants is more Gardaí out on the beat. Um, and there are a number of ways to do that. So, you know, again, providing this additional funding to allow for overtime to make sure that we have more bodies bodies on the ground. Um, the support from the likes of the public order unit, it's not that there will be Gardaí with hard hats, shields and batons. They will be out in what they say is soft cap uniform. So they will be out on the ground, on the beat. For the most part, it will be during the, you know, the nighttime, the evening to, to supporting the nighttime economy where you have more people, where you have more people out, where there's alcohol involved. Um, and that is the work that they will be doing. So it's not about people with tasers or, um, you know, weapons standing on the side of the street. Yes, the armed support unit will be there as they always are. There if as needed, on call. Absolutely. But the, the public order unit in particular, and they've done this in the past, it's been hugely successful. They are there to provide that additional reassurance. And this is all about prevention where possible. This is about making sure that people feel safe, that there is that visibility, that they deter crime. But also, I mean, you only have to look at the figures in recent weeks 
you know, these are not new figures. The Gardaí, the amounts of arrests that are happening, the amount of detentions, the amounts of seizures where they're executing warrants. They'll have high visibility days. So it'll be, you know, looking at public transport, looking at checkpoints, again, dealing with immigration issues. All of these things. So focus on public transport because on, on some public transport, they particularly say the Lewis line at certain times, the red line in particular, people feel vulnerable. You know, and the Gardaí are responding to that. Um, you know, this issue of public transport has been raised several times and the commissioner and I think his team are very clear that we need to use the resources in the best way possible. And that is making sure that is there is that high visibility in those areas where you have a lot of people, be it on public transport or other areas, but making sure that that visibility is there and that people are feeling safe. Can I just say, I mean, this is a hugely important part of making sure that people are safe in our city. But there are other elements to it as well. And in the coming weeks, we will be launching, it's the third of our pilots, a community safety partnership plan for the city centre. This is bringing together the guards, with local authorities, with local reps, local businesses, community groups, um, educational providers, health providers, where they themselves, driven by the community, have put together a plan to ensure that their area within the city centre is safe. So, of course, it means more Gardaí, more people on the beat. But it will be everything from, you know, public lighting, buildings that are derelict, the type of services that we have, all of these issues that need to be addressed. Okay. And actually, they've already started working. Over the summer, we had a number of family events um, off Wolftone Square. And they're, you know, bringing more families, more people into areas and changing the dynamic in our city centre. OK, a, a few things, Minister, just before we let you go. Uh, I think you've already said that the target of a thousand extra guards won't be hit uh, this year for, for various reasons. It does seem to be difficult to attract Gardaí at the moment. Do we know how many extra Gardaí we will recruit this year? So if you look at the number of guards that are in Templemore, that will be in Templemore and that have started training, it will be close to about 800. So absolutely, it is not the thousands that we have provided funding for, the target that any of us want to reach. But we are now starting to see those greater numbers going into Templemore and coming out of the college. The most recent, we had almost 180 um, going in and we will have a new intake in October again, which I hope that we will be closest to the 200 figure. OK, uh, were Gardaí right to be at Bank of Ireland ATMs when the bank had its technology? glitch last week. Some criticism in the doll that they were acting uh, as a, a private security firm for the, ba- for the banks is how one TD put it. Uh, do you know, look, what happened there was each individual area and station responded as they saw fit. Uh, and I think where you did see Gardaí, it was um, where they felt there was a potential risk or where there was a potential public order risk uh, and individual Gardaí, individual stations responded accordingly. And, and I think that was obviously the right way to, to deal with that. Do you have a, per- a personal view? It was a bit of a contentious issue last week, this idea of visible tattoos on, on Gardaí. Uh, do you have a, a personal view on whether or not Gardaí should have visible tattoos potentially on the neck? On, on, on the face? Look this, it, look, this is very much a matter for the Garda Commissioner to decide so I don't want to cross over on any decision that he might make in the past. Look, we've seen changes. We have new uniforms. Garda have beards. There's new headwear. We've seen changes throughout the past and, you know, I think it's reflective of the fact that we need to have an inclusive and diverse um, police force it is very much a decision for the Commissioner though and, and I don't want to overstep that. Okay, uh, very finally, not your bailiwick so, uh, and I know you've, you've uh, enough to be concentrating on in the area of justice uh, but um, uh, uh, a lot of uh, focus on the moment, uh, at, at the moment on the, uh, the war of words I suppose that has uh, t- broken out between the national body for uh, triathlons and the organisers of the Iron uh, Man event and that tragic event uh, in Yall. The opposition saying maybe there should be an inquiry into the event surrounding the hosting of this. What's your view on that, Minister? 
I mean, look, firstly, I just, this is such a huge tragedy. Um, the families of Brendan Wall and Ivan Cottenden, Brendan, you know, while he's lived in the UK, his family are from very close to near me. And of course, just, yeah. I want to offer my deepest, deepest sympathies. Um, it is so important that we find out what happened here. Um, I know my constituency colleague, Thomas Byrne, has asked uh, Sports Ireland to engage with Triathlon Ireland to provide whatever assistance is necessary. But I also know that the, the Gardaí are preparing a file for um, the city coroner. And I don't think it would be appropriate to say much more other than, I think, for the families, for their, you know, their own communities, it is so important that we get to the bottom of what happened here and that it never happens again. Minister for Justice Helen McEntee, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.